from one of the most controversial NASCAR races that I can remember to the IndyCar Grand Prix race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for, I believe, now the fifth IndyCar race taking place at the Motor Speedway this year, as well as Talladega results. And some silly season news are all here on this week's edition of Motorsports The Show. Welcome to Motorsports The Show. We've made it to episode 12. We begin first with the Indy GP Friday race, which was won by Joseph Newgarden of Team Penske. He is inched closer to the points championship with his third win of the year during the 85-lap IndyCar Harvest Grand Prix at the IMS Road Course. The weekend started off with Renus BK, the rookie who started on the pole, they had qualifying and practice on Thursday, so Renus got the pole then. Joseph Newgarden led the most laps with 34 out of 85 laps. Led the podium was number one, Joseph Newgarden, second, Alexander Rossi. Third, Renus VK, of course, the one who started on the pole. 12 lead changes, no questions there. For the NASCAR truck series, or the uh, Gander truck series, whatever you want to call it, I call it mash truck most of the time. But uh, the 94 lap Chevy Silverado, well, Chevrolet Silverado 250, to be completely honest, but Chevy's funner to say because that's a word. Anyway, the Chevrolet Silverado 250 at Talladega Super Speedway was won by the 19 year old Raphael Lassard, getting Raphael's first win. Raphael won the race by being in first place as a lap. As the uh, yellow on the last lap came out, guaranteeing him a win. Now, you might be saying, Max, what about overtime? Well, once the white flag has been flown, they cannot go to overtime after the white flag has been thrown, flown. So if there's a yellow on the final lap, that's just how the race is going to end. You don't see it usually ending like that, though. But uh, Raphael was in first place when the yellow came out, so he got himself in the win. So congrats to Raphael. Austin Hill won stage one, Derek Krause won stage two. This race was the last race before the round of eight for the truck series, with Christian Eckes and Todd Gilliland being eliminated. Derek Krause led 19 out of 94 left, which was the most 34 lead changes, six cautions there. For the Xfinity race, Justin Haley won his third straight uh, super speedway race, which was actually his third race of the season. He won... The Daytona Road Course Xfinity race, and then he won an earlier Talladega race in the year as well. So he won the 113 lap Ag Pro 300 at Talladega Super Speedway. Justin led only two laps. The most laps led were 73 out of 113 by Hoosier Chase Briscoe, who won stages one and two as well. Michael Annette finished second. But he failed post-race inspections and was disqualified. Seven caution, 13 lead changes there. The same day as the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series, it was the Indy GP Saturday race, the race that I actually watched. I, w- I was busy on Friday. Uh, if you don't know, I'm a high school athlete. If you saw that on my Twitter, you would know that. Anyway, uh, the man who started on the pole was unable to be stopped. 
Will Power started on the pole and led 75 out of 75 laps in the IndyCar Harvest GP at the IMS Road Course. Colton Herta was close to him with like five laps to go, but really no one was ever realistically going to be able to pass Will Power. So he just did amazing during that race, unable to be stopped. The podium was Will Power in first, Colton Herta in second, Alexander Rossi in third. There were no lead changes, no costumes at all. The final race of the year is at St. Pete on the streets of St. Petersburg, Florida, and that will determine the points champion. I haven't really been telling you all that because I don't want to bore you, but it's kind of important for this one. Scott Dixon, very dominant at the beginning of the season, winning three of the first four races. But then he barely began making the top 10, having some issues, which then chipped away at his points lead. Then Joseph Newgarden kept getting top five finishes, doing very good. And now it went from about a 117-point lead now down to 32 points lead. So Scott Dixon leads by only 32 points over Joseph Newgarden, who's in second. And a bad race could cost Scott the championship. So that uh, the championship race at St. Pete at the end of October will be very exciting. I told you guys in the beginning there's a controversial race. Let me have some background for you. At Talladega, they have yellow lines. You're not supposed to go under the yellow lines, especially to pass. Some of the top five drivers went over the yellow lines to pass. Their argument being that it, they were going to be hit. So, I, I really don't know. I can't make a decision. We can't do anything about it. It was the 200-lap Yellowwood 500 at Talladega Super Speedway, which was won by Denny Hamlin. The controversy comes from, of course, the yellow line rule. Denny Hamlin, the winner, went under the yellow line at one point, but was still scored the winner. Matt DiBenedetto went under the line, finished second, and then was penalized and had to be in 21st. Chase Elliott was originally penalized. NASCAR rescinded that penalty and instead penalized Chris Buescher. Iwilagano led 45 out of 200 laps, which was the most, but had an accident and finished 26th. Chris Busher won stage one, Martin Trish Jr. won stage two, 13 cautions, 58 lead changes there. That's a lot of lead changes, 58. Here is why people are mad. Let me tell you why. Matt DiBenedetto was on a contract year. He, he's not really NASCAR's uh, quote-unquote favorites, if we're going to call that. But then we look at Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott both of whom are in the playoffs, Chase needing a win to advance. Or else he would have been at a big deficit. So uh, you can start the conspiracy theory that NASCAR wants Denny and Chase to win, as, or at least Chase to do very well, as Chase is the most popular driver for some reason. I still don't know. So you could make that assumption which is why some people were angry. And at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do. There's always going to be controversial calls. We look at Formula 1 last year. Uh, they just have controversial calls all the time. So I really don't know. There's nothing we can do. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way 
to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's time for some silly season news. Alex Bowman officially set to drive the number 48 in 2021, freeing up the 88 for next year. Matt Benedetto is set to drive the number 21 for Wood Brothers Racing for 2021 only. After that, Austin Cindric of Team Penske on the Xfinity Series will take over the 21 car in 2022. Cindric will also drive some cup races in 2021. The 2017 Xfinity Series champion, Daniel Suarez, will now drive the number 99 Trackhouse Racing Team car. Clint Boyer is hanging up his fire suit for a business suit as he will now be part of the Fox Race crew next season. This also frees up the number 14 Stewart Haas Racing car. Well, there you go. There's your motorsports news of the week. It's now time for some of our upcoming racing races, and then I'll kind of close everything out. It's a NASCAR weekend only. It's Roval weekend in Charlotte Motor Speedway. There are no truck races this weekend. Saturday, October 10th at 3.30 on NBC and PRN, the Xfinity Cars raced. A very wet, exciting race there. We'll talk about that next week. Also next week, we're going to talk about the Sunday, October 11th, 2.30 Cup Series race on NBC and PRN. There you go. There are the upcoming races that we will talk about next week. There will probably be some breaking news that we'll find out about drivers and stuff. I really don't know. But it's fine. Thank you for listening to Motorsports The Show. If you liked it and you have friends on social media that like motorsports, you should share it. Then also leave a voice message via Anchor so you can be on the show. What you got to do there is you just ask a question or many questions as possible and I'll answer all of them. In fact, if you ask about five questions, I'll get five weeks of content. So ask as many as possible and I'll answer all of them. You go to Anchor. Uh, how you do that? Anchor.fm. Search up Sports the Show, and then you should be able to leave a voice message that way. Or go to my Twitter, at MaxGSports, and I have a pinned tweet about it. Speaking of my Twitter, that's where you can get show news, updates, and a lot more. Sports the Show available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, Bullhorn FM, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, and Pocket Cast, and probably some more that I don't even know about. And with that... I say, see you guys next week.